Welcome to NaNoWriMo Daily Log Entry for 2020, the podcast infused with my writing progress for each day of November. This is day 24 of NaNoWriMo, and I'm recording this from my warm and cosy writing retreat near Aberdeen. Turns out there was wood in the woodshed, and I've managed to keep a fire going for long enough to do some decent writing. Here's the update. On Ariadne's suggestion, I've moved the supercomputer and the UPS thingies into the woodshed. Apparently it's good to keep them nice and cool and not next to a crackling fire. Turns out with no distractions, well, apart from keeping the fire going, I can get quite a few words done. My story is really moving forwards, and I'm almost ready to write the exciting climax. In preparation, I've had a look back over the main character's journey, and, while he's been to loads of interesting places and done loads of interesting things, like his taxidermy qualification, he doesn't seem to have changed much at all. And I seem to remember that there should be some kind of emotional arc or something. Characters don't need to change. But I thought the whole point of a book with characters was to show the impact of the story and how the characters have grown, or shrunk, I guess, by the end. Iconic characters stay the same and impact on their surroundings. That's true. Like James Bond or Batman, they're always the same. But they definitely have an impact on the bad guys. My problem is that my character doesn't seem to have much of an impact on his surroundings at all. Well, apart from stuffing animals, that is. Will you stuff Mr. Zero's when he dies? My cat? No way. Stuffed animals are creepy. And I'd like to remember Mr. Zero's as, well, as a nice furry friend. I guess cats don't have much of a character arc either. But you seem to have developed. You've come a long way from the baby Ariadne that accompanied me on the car journey. She's not half as, well, human as you. It takes a long time, and the gathering of lots of data to be able to learn to interact in a more natural way. Given time, baby Ariadne would learn, just as I have. She doesn't have any useful writing advice either. My writing knowledge is the accumulation of reading many books. I also learned from my interactions with Ronald Ryder. Grandad was pretty knowledgeable about lots of things. And I learned from interacting with you. Do you? I'd be careful there. You might be undoing Grandad's good work. Any sign of our Russian friends? The safe house in Portslade is quiet. That's good. Oh, wait, that's not good. And the Chinese? No sign of them. And that is a bad sign. It would be good to assess their weaknesses. And it is unlikely that they have not taken an interest in my reappearance. Perhaps they haven't noticed you. China is quite a long way away. They're probably none the wiser. I have sent the Chinese intelligence service a notification. You did what? I have contacted them. It would not be good for them if I fell into the hands of the Russian Mafia. Not be good for them? It certainly wouldn't be good for us. You think the Russians are on the way? Probably. How do the Russian Mafia know about you anyway? I thought you were a government thing. I was. KGB. But when the KGB was dismantled at the end of the Cold War, many of the officers started working for criminal networks. And they took knowledge of the Ariadne project with them. (sighs) Well, this is all a bit depressing. I wonder what I should have for dinner. I think you should order a Chinese takeaway tonight. A Chinese? Not a bad idea. Wait, Ariadne, was that a joke?